Welcome to the Whiskers and Winks podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is dedicated to some really important people, librarians. Libraries are some of the most amazing places in our communities, and it's the hardworking librarians who keep them running and help us to discover new stories and resources. Today's story is an original written by me, Teresa, and features a curious young boy, an amazing bookshop, and a lady with a unique gift. So without further ado, here is our story, Ms. Sharma's Book Emporium. In the faraway city of Wiglet, in the land of Drimwaddle, on the corner of Market Street in the busiest part of the city, there sat a unique bookshop called Ms. Sharma's Book Emporium. The rather plain-seeming storefront had a series of small windows that together created a big wide window that looked out onto the busy street. Whenever someone entered the shop, a series of bells above the door would ring, creating a short but pretty little song. And once inside, visitors' jaws would often drop, for before them was an incredible sight. Despite the shop seeming quite small from the outside, the inside was enormous. And nearly every inch of it, it seemed, was covered in books. From tall shelves that lined the walls, to tables spread throughout the store, to the long semicircular desk at the back of the store, books were lined up and stacked and squeezed into every space possible. There were tall, freestanding piles of books that nearly reached to the ceiling. Books even lined the winding staircase that rose to the shop's second floor, where, you guessed it, more books could be found. Electric lamps and bright twinkle lights lit the place, and the tables and chairs, when not filled with books, were just about the comfiest reading places a person could imagine. There was even a fireplace and a hot cocoa and tea station for those who fancied a warm beverage and curling up by a fire with their latest read. The shop smelled strongly of paper and ink and adventure, for that is, of course, what is often found in books. In Ms. Sharma's Book Emporium, there were books that looked brand new with shiny covers and no stains. There were books that looked as though they'd been read and well-loved with creased spines and dog-eared pages. And there were books that looked so old, people wondered how they didn't just crumble in one's hands. There were books with colorful pictures and maps. There were books with chapter after chapter of exciting quests and epic journeys. There were books filled with love, danger, and a happy ending. There were books that took their readers beyond the world and into outer space. There were books that set sail for the high seas, while others dug deep underground into hidden worlds. There were books filled with mystery and surprises, and there were books about sad things that happen sometimes. There were books that taught one how to cook, how to change a tire, how stars were made, and how to speak another language. There seemed to be a book about and for nearly anything one could think of or want. The owner of the shop was a woman named Ms. Sharma. People who visited the store often marveled at her ability to seem to know every single book under the sun. Despite the books in the shop seeming to be mixed up and out of order, she always knew where to find a book. And people said she had an almost magical ability to know the perfect book for every person who wandered into her shop. After just a couple minutes of small talk, Miss Sharma would snap her fingers, a knowing grin crossing her lips. 
She'd make a beeline to a certain shelf or book stack or hurry upstairs, and she'd return with a book in hand. And the book, without fail, was one the person she handed it to would love. One spring afternoon, the bells above the door chimed as three young visitors entered the store. Two of them were familiar faces who had been in the store many times. But the third young visitor stopped just inside the doorway, his eyes getting very wide and his mouth hanging open. How? he said, his voice trailing off. The girl with him giggled while the other boy nodded with a grin. Yeah, I know it doesn't look it, but it's actually a really big shop. Weird, the first boy said, his eyes wandering over the piles and mountains and shelves full of books. This is not what I expected. Life and books are both full of the unexpected, said a voice from somewhere in the shop. A woman suddenly appeared from behind a rather tall pile of books near the winding staircase. She had a kind, knowing smile and bright, intelligent eyes. Miss Sharma, the girl said and hurried toward the woman. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well, Sophie, Miss Sharma replied before turning to the other boy. And how about you, Lawrence? Are you doing well today? Lawrence nodded, guiding the new visitor forward. Yeah, I'm great, and this is our cousin Seth. He's visiting for the week from out of town. Miss Sharma smiled at Seth and held out her hand. It's lovely to meet you, Seth. Welcome to my bookshop. Seth shook her hand, his eyes continuing to roam about the room. You sure have a lot of books here. Miss Sharma gave a soft laugh and nodded as she looked about. Yes, I think you're right. Sophie clasped her hands together, an eager expression coming to her face. Did the newest one come in yet, Miss Sharma? Do you mean the newest book in the Rose Petal Mysteries series? Sophie nodded eagerly. Yes! You had said last month you thought it might come in this week. Miss Sharma raised a thoughtful hand to her chin. Hmm, let me see. Rose Petal Mysteries. Ah, oh, yes. She held up a finger and, without another word, disappeared behind another pile of books. Sophie turned to Seth, bouncing up and down on the balls of her feet in her excitement. Oh, I hope it's here. I can't wait to read it. I don't know why you're so excited, Seth scoffed. I mean, it's just a book. Sophie's mouth fell open in shock. Just a book? It's only the best book series ever, and the newest one is supposed to be one of the most exciting in the whole series. Seth shrugged, crossing his arms. If you say so. Lawrence gave his cousin a nudge. I know you don't really like reading, Seth, but, well, things are a little different here at Miss Jarma's. She knows the exact right book for each person. She does, Sophie agreed. The first time we came here, she told me I'd love the Rose Petal Mysteries, and she was 100% right. I love them. Lawrence pulled a book out of his backpack. On the cover, a robot was battling another robot on what looked like an alien planet full of purple mountains and green oceans. And she recommended Robotics Galactics to me, and it's my favorite book ever! It's so cool! There are these robots called... But Seth shook his head. That's fine for you guys, but I don't like books. Honestly, I think they're boring. That seems impossible, said Miss Sharma, suddenly standing before them again. After all, books carry within them some of the greatest adventures the imagination can create. She held out a book to Sophie, a unicorn and a young girl racing across a field of flowers on the cover. Sophie took the book, hugged it to her chest, and spun around. Oh, thank you, Miss Sharma! I can't wait to start reading it! And she didn't. She dashed off toward the fireplace and made herself a cup of cocoa and got right to reading. Miss Sharma turned back to Seth. 
You know, Seth, I have a saying. There is a book out there for everyone. It just might not be what you expected. Seth shrugged. Maybe, but I've never liked reading. And why is that, do you think? I don't know, Seth replied. I mean, you have to sit still, which I don't like doing, and you have to read a bunch of words, which just seems boring. Miss Sharma gave a nod, her hand going back to her chin in thought. I see. Can I ask, do you find reading to be tricky sometimes? Seth glanced at Lawrence before giving another shrug. Maybe sometimes. Reading isn't always easy, Miss Sharma said. In fact, I started out hating reading. What? Lawrence said. But you love books! I do now, she replied. But when I was a child, I had a very difficult time learning to read. It would often make me feel very frustrated and even embarrassed sometimes. So I thought reading was, well, boring and not for me. But then something magical happened. Come with me. She led them to the semicircular counter at the back of the store, and she went behind, reaching down to get something. It was an old audio player with a set of headphones and a thing where you put a cassette tape in. Hey, Lawrence said. My dad used to have one of those. He said he used to listen to music on it as a kid. As did I, Miss Sharma replied. And it's where I discovered my love for books. She hit the play button and handed the headphones to Seth. Seth put them on, and immediately he heard a man's voice telling a story. A boy was aboard a pirate ship, sneaking through the depths of the cargo hold as he looked for a key to the lock on the pirate's treasure chest. The man reading the story had a great voice, and Seth could imagine the story as it was happening. He looked up to see Miss Sharma smiling at him. He took off the headphones to ask, Why are you smiling? Because you're smiling. She indicated the audio player. There was the tiniest hint of a smile on your lips as you listened to the story. I'm assuming you liked it. Seth nodded, setting the headphones back on the counter. Yeah, I mean it was interesting. What is it? It's an audiobook, she answered. And it's the very one that made me fall in love with books. You see, once I discovered audiobooks, I realized I could listen to stories about just about anything, anywhere. And I could listen to them while I did other things. You see, I too don't like to sit still. But the magical thing is, once I started listening to books and falling in love with their stories, it made me want to work on my reading skills, so I could read the actual books too. And before long, I was a book fanatic, as you can see. She gestured to the book-filled shop. Everyone's reading journey is different, but just because it's different doesn't mean it's any less amazing. So you're not a big reader, that's fine. But you obviously enjoy a good story and like using your imagination. That probably means audiobooks are more your thing, at least for now. And who knows, someday you may just be inspired to write your own stories so others can read and listen to them too. Seth thought about it for a moment. Okay, so what would you recommend for me? Sophie said you know the perfect book for everyone. A wide grin spread across Miss Sharma's lips. I was hoping you'd ask. She pulled her digital tablet over and opened an app with a book on it. First, you'll need to get a library account from the town where you live. And once you've done that, you can download your library's app and check out audiobooks to listen to whenever you want. And the book I'd recommend you start with is the one you were just listening to, Dangerous Treasure. It's the first book in the Jacob Wren and the Pirates series. I think you'll really like it. 
She wrote all this down on a piece of paper and handed it to Seth. If you have any trouble, your local librarian should be able to help you with it. Seth looked at the paper with a smile. He folded it carefully and put it in his pocket. Thanks, I will. The three young visitors looked through the shop, and Lawrence found a new book about aliens and cyborgs he wanted to read. As they paid for their books and headed toward the door, Seth looked back and gave a final wave goodbye to Miss Sharma. She waved back, and Seth had a feeling he was about to find out she'd been right all along. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, Ms. Sharma's Book Emporium. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Whether a family member is reading you a book, or you listen to a recorded version, like Seth did in our story, Listening to books is a great way to discover new stories and writers that you like. What are some of your favorite books that you've read or listened to? We'd love to hear about it. Feel free to ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. And before we go, a quick reminder that we have our very first upcoming live Whiskers and Wings event this weekend. On Saturday, February 4th at 11 a.m. at the Ortonville Library in Ortonville, Minnesota, we'll be hosting a free event. We'll give a behind-the-scenes look at how we create the podcast, have a special story-crafting time, and of course, tell a couple of fun stories. And on the following Saturday, February 11th at 11 a.m., we'll be at the Graceville Library in Graceville, Minnesota. If you're in West Central Minnesota, we'd love to see you at either or even both events. Until next time, keep using your imagination. Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond. <laughs>